everyone. This is the Saucy Super Fox, your personal guru. And today I'm going to talk about nutrition, which a lot of women and men both challenge with. Um, I just want to let you know I'm not a nutritionist. Neither do I know anything professional or on an expert level about nutrition, but I do know it works for me. And I know the basics. Um, I know in the past a lot of people do, do fad diets um, Everybody thinks they know the answer to the right diet to lose weight. And in all honesty, most of them work. I would say almost all of them. I think the key point is which ones are you going to stick with or not. So I'm not a big fan of diets. I think they're kind of stupid. But um, in the past, you know, my grandpa, he did the cabbage soup diet, which was a diet that they gave you before you had surgery if you had to lose weight really quickly. And then some ladies found out about it, and that just spread like a wildflower because everyone wanted the cabbage soup diet. You could literally eat as much of this soup as you wanted and not gain a pound, which tells you a little bit about the Irish immigrants, by the way. <laughs> that's why they were so skinny. Anyways, so that's one thing. Um, another one in the 80s, they had low-fat everything. Everything was low-fat. That was the guarantee to not gain weight. They talked about saturated fats versus polyunsaturated fats. Anyways, then they discovered once they did low-fat, they added more sugar. So they substituted sugar for fat, which really didn't help because it just overall raised the calories. So then they decided to do things like stevia and aspartame, which aspartame's not, you know, great for you at all. And stevia is a natural derivative of a sweetener. But sweeteners were rampant and they kept adding them. And so people drink a lot of Diet Coke or try to limit calories by eating diet stuff. But that's really bad for you too. So whether it's paleo, now everyone's into keto. I'm not really sure what that one's all about. I know a little bit about it. But all of these diets will work, almost all of them. And really it comes down to a simple basic math, and that is calorie load, energy, how much you're expending energy, and what kind of calories and how much you're putting in your body. So anyways, I just want to kind of cover that in a short bit because like I said, there's so many different philosophies about weight loss and, and just being healthier. And honestly, almost all of them work. So it's really a balance of finding what works for you and then how you can maintain and create a habit. So anyways, an important question the most important is it maintainable and if you can be disciplined to stick to keto and paleo totally go for it i think a lot of people can't stick with it and they get really discouraged because they're super strict with their diet they don't cheat at all and then of course they blow it one day and it's like a massive depression oh my god i fucking blew it i'm gonna gain all this weight now and then they just totally go on the binger and just eat whatever the hell they want this is not the way to get there people don't do it. You can usually blow one meal like every other day or something. Honestly, I probably blow a meal once a day and just have cheese and all that good stuff. But at the same time, if I'm exercising, I need that fuel, right? I can eat that occasional, you know, extra cheese on my enchilada, whatever. Anyways, so those are a couple of things I want you to ask if it's maintainable, um, if you think it is. Of course, a lot of this involves changing your lifestyle and making a commitment to eat better foods. So that is something to think about. Um, and so I pretty much say fuck diets. I really just don't do them. I've tried them all. I've tried them in little short periods of time. But in all honesty, I'm one of those people. I just can't stick with it. I like do really good for a while and then I'll blow it and I'll just blow it entirely for like two months. So and then I'll go back and I'll try again and then, you know, fall off the wagon. And by then there's already a new fad diet out there like the cabbage soup diet that I'm really to try. So 
Anyways, I just pretty much say fuck to diets. Like, it's really about improving your lifestyle and trying to eat a healthier, balanced um, food during dinner and lunch. So one of the things that I want to touch base on is that these are some of the skills that have helped me keep my, not only my weight under control, but make sure I have enough fuel to do the activities that I like to do. So one of the things that's so important is to eat real food. Now, I know that sounds weird. What do you mean by real food? Fucking Doritos are real food. You put them in your mouth, you know, you eat them, calories. Well, I'm telling you that processed food is not good for you. It's loaded with certain chemicals that make them more addictive. MSG is one of them. Most crackers have that if it's a super flavored Doritos, especially, have a lot of MSG in it. And what it does is actually makes you more hungry. It's a flavor enhancer. It has great tasting flavor. And you eat it. And when you eat it, it makes you like it. And then you want to eat more and more. And that's why you eat the entire fucking bag, which, well, I do. Anyways, so that's something to stay away from, chemicals in processed foods. Processed foods also have a bunch of weird shit, and you don't even know what the hell it is. Did you know that the first three ingredients make up 75% of an entirety of a product? That's a lot. So those first ingredients really matter. So if you can't pronounce the ingredients at all and you find that it looks like it's in Latin, it's probably because it is. Well, not really Latin, but you know what I'm saying. They make it unidentifiable. We don't know what these things mean. But I can tell you one thing. It's not good. Eating lots of crap in your food is, you know, that's what they say is linked to all kinds of stuff. Whether it's GMO, processed foods have certain chemicals in it that our bodies just don't process as well. So when I mean basic food, real food, I'm talking about rice, chicken, veggies, fruit, nuts, salads, those kinds of things. It's really basic. It doesn't take a lot of cooking. In fact, you can do all kinds of stuff that doesn't involve cooking where you can still get enough protein and still get enough carbohydrates that you need. Also, um, because we're eating more processed foods, a lot of those are really high in calories, either that or carbohydrates. Look at the salt and the sodium. Sodium just makes you more thirsty and it dehydrates you. So uh, things that have a lot of salt, not to mention it raises your blood pressure. So if you have an issue with that, you want to be mindful of that. But sodium isn't really good for you either. And I honestly think salt is a flavor enhancer, truthfully, because it makes me want to eat all kinds of crap, especially during PMS time, ladies. That's right. We won't talk about that, gentlemen. But anyways, stay away from processed foods. Um, eat real foods. You know, you can steam veggies. It's really easy. Make a quick salad. You can keep it in the fridge all week. Um, it, the best thing you can do, honestly, is to make um, food that you can store and keep in the fridge. And that way you can just pull it out and it makes it really nice because it's convenient. Okay, the next one, number two, is watch your portions. I know this is like ABCs of nutrition, but I am not kidding you. Portion control. Americans eat enormous size food items. If you go to McDonald's and you order a large Dr. Pepper, holy shit, it is like a trough of soda. I remember my son, he had told me a couple times, I want a large. When I got the large, I thought, oh my God, I don't even know how many ounces of soda is in that. I'm guessing like 64. I'm not really sure. But I can't even imagine how many teaspoons of sugar that is. And I'm telling you right now, we'll talk about it in a little bit, about the difference in uh, sugar calories and fat calories um, and how foods break down. But just so you know, if you're drinking soda, just stop it. 
Soda is the devil. It is, my friends. And if you drink diet soda, well, there's not a bunch of good shit in that either. But the point is, is stop drinking soda. It is a huge calorie waste. And I'm telling you right now, sugar calories that are not used goes right to your ass, ladies. That's right. So watch your portions. Um, what I like to do with chips, because I have a really hard time having chips in the house, is I have a safe and I will actually give the combination to my children. I'm totally kidding. But that is actually a really good idea. And if it was a little bit more cost effective, I'd do it. But my chips live in the pantry and I each give our kids one bag of chips to themselves and myself included. And for me, I have to put my chips in a bag. Like I'll literally get a sandwich bag and just throw them in there. Even if I don't use a sandwich bag, I'll just keep refilling it. That way I know after I'm done eating that bag, that is fucking it. That is it. No more of that. Now, I'm not saying it works all the time. Sometimes I have to th fill it up three times, okay? I do have issues with that. But portioning that, if you want like a size of chicken and you're thinking what a portion size of a chicken and beef, mostly it's the size of a fist. So if you make a fist and you look at it, that's really a portion size of meat. Of course, you can usually eat numerous veggies. I stir fry them. You can steam them. Um, if you eat whole grain rice, same thing. You kind of want to do it in a smaller portion because you don't need a lot of carbohydrate energy unless you're a runner or you know you're doing things that are recommending quick sources of energy um, the next thing you want to do is you want to think of food as fuel and what I mean by fuel is fats hold more calories for long-term energy sources so for instance if you are actually an ultra marathoner you might need to eat a little bit more fat so that you can have a little extra fat storage when you need those calories um, if you look at uh, ultra marathoners they are typically a little bit meatier than a typical marathoner and honestly it's probably because they need more of that muscle tissue and that fat tissue to last longer during energy um, sugar energy absorbs and is processed pretty quickly and it's a fast source of energy so if your blood sugar is low that's why they, you know they might give you a soda or something like that because it's a, fit, a quick energy source also sugar is converted into fat when it's not used that's why a lot of these diets when they talk about eating no carbohydrates it's because it's a fast source of energy if you eat higher fats right you don't you are burning actually you know fat calories because that's all you're feeding your body with but if you have sugars, guess what? Most of the things and activities that you do probably going to be burning sugars. So if you really want to burn fat, you need to eat, you know, meat and have, you know, smaller amounts of grains. Again, unless you're a runner. This is, again, my personal philosophy. Um, when I do an activity, I always try to think of food as fuel. So for instance... If I'm weight training, I need to be eating a little bit more protein because I need that food for my muscles, okay? So if I do a lot of weight training one day, I'll eat more chicken or protein that day. If I'm going to be doing some running, I will probably eat a little bit of a grain, maybe a piece of toast with peanut butter. Um, or I typically eat kind of, I'm not going to lie, I have a bowl of cereal every night before I go to bed. I don't know why. It's like dessert to me. So I always think the night before, even though my, most of my calories are gone, I still have that enough calories to have morning energy before I run. Besides, I don't like to eat really before I run. So if you need to do that, you can load your the calories a little bit at nighttime. Have a bowl of cereal, for instance. I don't know. Anyways, so if you think of food as fuel and you think of how 
what's the best kind of calories that I can feed my body right now to make sure that I can withstand my day. You know, think if you run, you know, you can eat a little bit of grains. Obviously, if you're doing something more muscle you know, invasive, you can do more protein for that day. Or if you just like to eat a lot of protein, that's totally fine. You can do that. I still recommend eating some whole grains, but that's just, again, my personal philosophy. I feel like I do need to eat carbohydrates with the amount of exercise that I do. And I do need a lot of quick sources of energy. So again, I really do watch and I think of my day as um, fuel and what I need to eat. Um, another thing you want to do is I always try to keep my blood sugar stable as stable as possible. And what this means is sugar obviously allows for a spike in blood sugar. And the reason why blood sugar, you know, raising and dropping really fast is not good is because you get really hungry when you have low blood sugar. You also get fucking hangry as shit. And that's when you're like, oh, I want to kill somebody. So it's really important. Anytime you eat something, you want to make sure you have a little bit of fat in there. Like I don't care if it's an avocado or a handful of nuts. You definitely want to make sure that you have some fats in there because that energy source lasts longer. And even though people are like, well, I don't want to eat high fat foods. You know, I want to eat this apple. Well, the apple isn't going to last as long. And it's a quick source of energy again. So it's better to eat like an maybe a half an apple with a handful of nuts. Or you can have a couple slices of cheese or whatever. But I definitely recommend eating some fat along with a carbohydrate if you're going to have a snack just so it lasts longer. Um, You'll also feel better. You know, um, I always tell people drink lots of water, even though I'm like totally guilty of drinking nothing. Um, But, you know, drink water. Water is filling too and it will actually help keep your, um, your food control and your appetite under control. So that's something that I really try to do um, as much as possible. There's people, I, I, I don't know what it is, but if I don't have a water bottle, I will not drink water. It's like, I don't know how to use a glass and a faucet or something, but if you get a water bottle, I swear to God, it helps, especially when it's like sitting in front of your face. One of the things that I know I don't do enough of, and this is number five, is eat green things. You definitely want to eat green things. And I mean anything that's green, broccoli, cucumber, any of those um greens are so good for you and they raise your immune system. They also have a lot of fiber, so they keep your gut healthy. I just think that um, we don't eat a lot of greens and I am totally guilty of this. I, I, For some odd reason, I think they're harder to prepare. I don't know how the hell to prepare them. I don't know what they go with, but a friend of mine always puts kale in everything. She just stir fries kale with some garlic and onion, which is really easy, friends. It's literally oil, garlic, onions, and the kale. So You just stir fry it and you just add it to pretty much anything. Um, You know, put a salad on, just throw some greens on with a salad with some cherry tomatoes or something. If you want, you can put some walnuts on there, which makes it really good too. And use like a raspberry vinaigrette salad dressing. That's one of my go-tos. Anyways, so eat green things. They're really good for you. Um, Number six is make and plan dinners. And this one is so important because if you plan out your dinners, more than likely you'll stick to it. I mean, I, it's hard because I hate it when I waste food. I literally will buy meat for the week and then be like, oh, damn it, I forgot about this chicken. So put your meat in a place where you see it and look at your dinner plan. If you plan out your dinners, you're so much it's so much easier to make healthier choices because you've already planned what you're going to make. So I would recommend definitely making a meal plan. It also saves you on money. Like if you make a meal plan, I cannot tell you, and you make it, you have leftovers. You can have lunch tomorrow without making half your food that you have in your fridge. It's really, really convenient. 
Another one, um, number seven, is pre-make your food and you can freeze it. I, I love it when I make a crock pot stew because you can freeze it and you can just heat it up and eat it some other time. And crock pot meals are so nice because you literally can prepare it in the morning or at night and just leave it on low. And it just is so good, especially now that the winter season's coming. You can make chilies or white bean soups. Um, squash soup's really good. So if you can, pre-make food that you can freeze. You'd be surprised like how good it tastes, those stews when you heat them up. It's almost like you just freshly made them. Number eight, have healthy snacks available at all times. This is a big one. You have to have snacks available. If you don't have healthy snacks, and I mean, I want you to carry it everywhere, in the car, have some extra stuff at work, have it at home. And my healthy snacks are like trail mix, fruit. I'll do yogurt with walnuts, even though that one's kind of perishable, but I'll stick it in the fridge at work. Uh, what else? Avocados. I'll take salad stuff. Again, most of that stuff has to go at work. But in the car, bars. Um, if you can get some really good protein bars along with carbohydrates, I think they're really, they taste good. The Luna bars, the lemon ones are really good. The Kind bars, the nuts and chocolate. If you're having a sweet tooth, it's better to eat that than it is a candy bar. Or maybe it isn't, but it's definitely better quality in a kind bar. So think about that. Um, when I have a sweet tooth, by the way, I do get dark chocolate. It has so many good antioxidants and benefits. So it's way better for you than milk chocolate. And most milk chocolate is really overly processed. A lot of times you can go to Whole Foods or even Sprouts and you can get some really good quality dark chocolate. So if you have a sweet tooth, that's a better option. Um, yeah, so anyways, kind bars, uh, Luna bars, trail mix, apples, you can get string cheese if you like cheese. Uh, one thing that I can say, and this is just personally my own thing, is that cheese and dairy are evil. I'm going to say it again, they're evil. Not only are they totally addictive and they make you just want cheese on everything, they are high calorie, high fat, and honestly, we eat way too much cheese and dairy. And I am totally guilty of this. I am supposed to actually be dairy-free. I'm definitely lactose intolerant. Um, most of it's not my gut, though. I actually get sinus stuff, so I get congestion, which is actually another sign of histamine response. So it's really important. If you can, I know so many people that cut dairy out of their diet and lost so much weight. I mean, like 30 pounds in six months. It was amazing. And I asked them what they did, and they said, yep, I just cut dairy out. Also, dairy is linked to acne, adult acne. So a lot of times when people have allergies, they'll have like congestion or stomach stuff, and then they'll have really bad acne. You know, when you start to get into adult years, really don't get acne. Like most of the stuff I feel like in the adult years have to do with allergies or things that you're more sensitive to. Um, so anyways, if you can, see if you can limit the dairy. There's so many other alternative options. I don't really do soy because it does have a hormone uh, type of mimic thing where, I don't know, I don't know the exact science behind it, but it does mimic your hormones and it can cause your hormones to fluctuate. So if you have a breast cancer risk, I really recommend limiting soy if you can. Um, but almond milk is a really good one, coconut. Uh, there's all kinds of things that taste really good. So keep in mind, um, you know, if you have a dairy alternative, that would be a great ideal kind of plan. Uh, the next one is get a good protein mix. I do this one, it's called Vita, and then there's another one, 
I think it's a vegan brand. Anyways, I usually don't like vegan shit. It usually tastes fucking awful. But this one is really good. I will have to say it in another podcast, damn it, because I don't know the name of it. But if you go, there's all types of uh, proteins. If you are lactose intolerant, make sure you watch out for whey and casein because it is in a lot of those, and it's a milk base. Um, There is soy, and there's also great protein powders made from peas, which is sounds totally random. Make sure you... It's too bad you can't try them out because some of them taste god-awful and they're super expensive. But if you can find one that you like, get get it. It's so awesome. I put uh, vanilla. I always get vanilla or vanilla ice cream uh, because I feel like it, it just tastes better. So I'll usually do that. And I'll put all kinds of stuff in it. I'll do... Uh, coconut chips, flax seeds, fruit. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that you can put in it. You can make it sweeter if you like. Um, a lot of them I always put frozen frozen foods, like uh, berries of some sort. Those taste really good. Um, what else? You can do uh, flax seeds really good because it helps balance the gut and it's got really good fiber. So just think about some things that would taste good. If you do a citrus-based one, just remember it's going to be a lot sweeter and you're going to have a lot more sugar calories. I almost think it's better to balance it out with maybe berries or you can do yogurt to have a little bit of fat in it. So anyways, there's endless ingredients that you can use. And this allows for, you know, the protein you're getting that balance of fats and proteins and carbohydrates. So anyways, I hope this uh, podcast helped you. I know you hear this shit all the time, but they are good general rules. This is a Saucy Super Fox. Um, I thank you for joining today. If you like this, please like and subscribe. All right, until next time.